T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time now for the top sports stories of 2019 and how they sounded on Radio.com affiliates around the country. In a year of historic and eye-popping NFL offensive stats, the Super Bowl was the lowest scoring in league history. At 41 years young, Tom Brady became the oldest Super Bowl-winning QB, claiming his sixth Super Bowl ring, 13-3 the final over the Los Angeles Rams. Here's Boston Sports Radio, WEEI. The worst thing I heard last night from McVay and you could say, what is he supposed to say? He's not supposed to say this. 4.17 to go in the game. Goff throws a pick to Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Down seven. Four minutes to go in the game. You've got three points on the board. And this is what Goff gets when he gets back to the sideline. You're doing great, man. We're good. There's four minutes to go in the game. You're, you've scored three points all game long. But we're good. You're good. Bill Belichick said it best after the game when he was asked how his players played, like champions. These are guys that have had great success being around each other, working together with each other. Belichick and Brady and Gronk and Kraft. And we heard story after story that this thing was dysfunctional. This thing was falling apart. This thing was going to be a mess. Belichick was going to leave. There were people on the air who were sitting there saying, Belichick's out after next year. I'll tell you, that was an incredible game to watch. And, you know, if, if anybody knows anything about sports, great defense will always shut down great offenses. And I'm not a passion, but if you don't respect and appreciate the greatness, then you really, in my opinion, you just don't understand sports. I'm awesome, man. This is just unbelievable. Uh, I drove into Boston to watch it with my 83-year-old dad. Nice. Glad I did. It was great. Unbelievable, brother. Just, um, you know, it's just a great coronation to Brady's career. And look, he was due to have this incredible defensive performance by the Patriots. One of the great defensive performances in Super Bowl history. The whole game planned by Belichick. And the run just, it's just, I guess when you're when you're the prognosticators, the pundits, the haters, you know, the Sam Sharks and the Max Kellermans and all those clowns and, and, and what they've said, I mean... You know, falling off a cliff. If the cliff includes three Super Bowl trips and two more titles, I mean, it's it's just, and it's still not over. Yeah, it's still yeah. not over. So it's like, well, once, once he gets this one, like he has now, now he gets six, and it's the mic drop. You can't get to that point. Like this, in order for another quarterback to win six titles, they've got to go to eight to get even a touch of six. Right. So it's like it's never going to be touched again. This no. is it. This is the one. Agreed. Who, He's always been in that group, okay, of the greatest of all time in this city. But I think what Brady has accomplished now through an 18-year period, in my opinion, this is my opinion, moves him to the top. We all know Brady is not retiring. He's playing again. We also know that Michael Jordan has six rings. So, therefore, if Tom Brady wins next year, do the math. That's number seven. That will be the great debate. Does he now take over for Michael Jordan? I, I can't do that. Why not? Oh, I could easily. 
I thought yesterday cemented what a great coach Bill Belichick is. I mean, he held the Rams to three points, the explosive Rams to three points. And I got to tell you, in my opinion, he surpassed Red Arbach as the greatest coach in Boston sports history. And my second point is, uh, I just think the Patriots are, in my opinion, they're the real America team, not those fraudulent Cowboys, not those Cowboys who, you know, haven't done anything in two decades. Thank you. Bye-bye. For the first time in a decade, the Patriots will start this season in the wild card round. None of New England's titles have come from that position as questions linger. Will this be the last we see of Tom Brady in a Patriots uniform? More than 50 years after their inception, the original six St. Louis Blues brought home the oldest trophy in North American sports, winning Lord Stanley's Cup. The loyal fan base singing, Gloria en route to their first cup, and KMOX was along for the ride. Andy May at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove says over the 10 to 12 years he's been in the business, he's heard a lot of people say, as soon as the Blues win the cup, I'm going to go in and get a tattoo. They started calling at 7 o'clock the morning after they won the cup. George, uh, we have been waiting for this moment, and it, we are about to find out if what we all believed would be the case is true, and that is just how crowded, insane, and fun a Stanley Cup championship parade in St. Louis would be. I'm, to this moment, baffled by the play of the Bruins' top line in the Stanley Cup final. I can't explain it. I don't know what it was. I don't want to deny credit to the Blues for some of that, but boy, they disappeared when it mattered most. This is something that your entire life, people have talked about a parade down Market Street. You got a chance to play in the league and try to be a part of that, and it's finally here. What What's going through your mind this morning? Whew, well, a lot. I mean, uh, the lack of sleep is going through my mind, I'm sure. Just being a part of that was, was just so it, 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 fun. And, and just like, okay, like I'll, I'll never forget this moment. And, um, and, and I just got done with a, with a golf tournament. about to go do my, my radio show right now. I, I was able to touch the cup and hang out with all the alumni with Brett Hall and Chris Pronger and Bernie Federico and Jason and all the guys. And everybody just has a permanent smile on their face. It's been so surreal to where I used to play video games, right? And I would pick St. Louis to win the Stanley Cup. And so when there were, when I used to win, because I put it on easy mode, of course, um, <laughs> I'd go out there and we win. And I'm like, okay, cool, look, and it's the Blues won. That's exactly what I thought when Petro held the Cup and when Cole Brago held the Cup. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, but this is real. This is real. And the Blues went into that, that building, that hard building against the big, bad Bruins which everybody thought that they were going to win. And you go there and you stop them the way you did. It's unbelievable. This changed the dynamic of the city. It changed the dynamic of the organization as a whole. Everybody, everybody is paying attention to the St. Louis Blues right now. And it's an unbelievable feeling. Just seeing the word St. Louis Blues on there, when I see that in person the first time, it's, it's going to be another wow moment. One of many uh, during the summer for sure. Father's Day coming up tomorrow. Uh, any fan of Chris Kerber and the Blues knows how close you are with your dad. Tell me a little bit about getting to share some of that moment with him. I haven't been able to put it into words yet without choking up, George. So let me just say this. Uh, my dad is an amazing man that kept the family together when we lost our mom to cancer. 
I'm able to sit with that Stanley Cup with my father even for just five minutes, it's a moment that I'm going to cherish uh, forever. Ryan O'Reilly won the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP. He and the Blues have stayed on top this season, leading the Western Conference in defense of their first title. Arguably the team of the decade dominated 2019. The U.S. women's national soccer team, though, made headlines both on and off the field. The team won its second straight World Cup and their calls for equal pay started a critical conversation about equality in sports. We are joined right now by a member of the U.S. women's national team, a two-time World Cup champion, an Olympian. We are joined by Julie Ertz. What's it like when the whistle blows and you know you've won that World Cup for a second time? What did that feel like? It's like pure joy. Like, I just, I was so ecstatic. I, I just, I took it all in um, this time around. I think I was so young last time. <laughs> so um, I, the whistle blew and I just was like, I, I was grinning ear to ear. I couldn't wait to just go and um, celebrate with all my team. And I, yeah, I, I was ecstatic. We had so much diversity of types of players and um, the style of play. And, you know, I think for us, it's continuing to grow, um, you know, obviously women's soccer in general and just coming together. And obviously so many things kind of going, going on outside and, kind of creating this bubble of coming together and believing in each other. Um, I mean, it, it truly was special. I got down and I got to hug the players and just to see their happiness on their face and just the excitement they had, I mean, it brought me back to to when we won. And it's something, it's just incredible. And it, and it made me so proud of what they accomplished, not only in the game, but what they're trying to do overall to grow the game. And um to win back-to-back World Cups is not easy, and uh, to do it in a fashion like they did and, and bring the trophy back home against the States was, was awesome. When I heard the Telemundo call of the Rose Lavelle goal, I was, I, I was a mess. I'm jumping up and down, fist pumping. I'm still laughing like a hyena here in the studio. We had to face so much adversity, something I didn't have to deal with in the, the group stage. So you had the, the first three games in the knockout stage where they had to hold on to 2-1 leads. Uh, each game was you know, pretty tense in the final moments, especially against France and England, and, and they got the job done. And then when you look at the final, you know, the U.S. had scored inside the first 12 minutes of every single game at the World Cup. And so when you're an hour into this final against the Netherlands and there's no goal, mm-hmm. it, it was quite concerning. So for them to come through like they did and, and keep a clean sheet after having not done so in any of the, the knockout stage games, uh, I just think it speaks volumes as to what this team is all about, and they get the job done no matter what. Some look at these U.S. women, this U.S. team, as um, they're arrogant, and they have uh, an ego, and they have this. There's all these negative adjectives about them. Hey, man, the heck with all that. I, listen, I, I'm super proud to say that these girls represent our country in the great sport of soccer and how dominant they've been back-to-back winning you know, World Cups, stuff like that. It's awesome. They, they've talked the talk, and they've walked the walk, and they you know, feel like they deserve more. And you know, based on what they've done in the field, they certainly seem to deserve it. With her signature purple hair, Megan Rapino claimed the World Cup Golden Boot for top scorer, Golden Ball as its best player, and was recently named Sports Illustrated's Sports Person of the Year. 
All good things must end, but few imagined how the Warriors' dynastic run would end for now. Kevin Durant opting to sign instead with the Brooklyn Nets, joining Kyrie Irving out east. Golden State also watched in horror as their other two superstars, Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, were lost to major injuries. Reaction now from coast to coast, from 95-7 The Game in the Bay Area and WFAN in New York. Welcome to an edition of the Evan Roberts podcast I didn't think would happen. It is the morning after. The morning after, everything changed. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted yesterday that Kevin Durant is coming to Brooklyn. This this is a team that can compete for titles, and I, you, you have to take the risk. I got instant goosebumps all over my body, and I just yelled in the car, and I had a major freakout. Hey, Kevin Durant can be blindfolded. You've broken feet. He'll shoot backwards. He'll still beat you. Nah. That's how good Kevin Durant is. All right, Brian, you're an idiot. I just knock him off his scooter. I mean, like he, that's part of like. And then the I am- kick him in the ankle. What's like the little uh, the little pied pipe with pied piper, right? And then like yes. this. So like Evan Roberts is like the dweeb net fan <laughs> pied piper. Just go. <laughs> and then a bunch of dweebs like Ryan and Keyboard are behind. I got a pack of Evan, and they all sound like Evan. <laughs> I got a pack of Evan. <laughs> Kevin Durant blindfolded on his scooter. And you wouldn't want him. No, I wouldn't want him. You loser. I told you that day I didn't want him. He is a fractured character. And I don't know what it is. I remember coming with his first year out of Texas. And in Texas, he was just different. The guy's different. But he's not that great player with the character of a Michael Jordan. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Magic Johnson. His character means something to be desired. And the Warriors are in for a a, 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 a great meltdown because what they had was a great thing. Those things don't come every every other day or every other year. They come once in a while. They had to run. Get ready for mediocrity to set in. Because, you know, the players they had were great. Looking up there and seeing Kevin Durant's number will only bring back the thoughts of his ignorance of what he spoke out in the media, how he was sensitive to what the players were saying, and he just left us without, you know, without any kind of warning. One aspect is we're the freaking Nets, and we took the Nick blueprint that they talked about for six months that was thrown down all of our throats for six months. We took it, we turned it sideways, and stuck it straight up their derrieres. That's a big aspect here. The alteration of fandom in this town is a big deal. And and here's the truth. I'm not saying diehard Nick fans are going to become Net fans. They're not. They shouldn't. This city's filled with a lot of casual fans. They will become Net fans. But here's where it really hits me. When I went to high school, I was the only Net fan. When my son goes to elementary school, he's two right now, he ain't going to be the only Net fan. Today still stings, and I don't know exactly why. It's because I think if I'm trying to figure out inside my brain why I feel this way, it's because I'm slowly coming to the realization that the Knicks may never be good in my lifetime because everybody in the NBA thinks that they're an incompetent mess, and nothing is going to change that unless they win somehow, and I don't think they're ever going to win again. This was the Knicks' plan yes. to do all this. Yeah. They traded for DeAndre Jordan and kept him on the roster and didn't cut him to hopefully convince him that this was, like, the team that he should bring his friends to. And that didn't work. This is really bad for the Knicks. Sure. I don't get what yeah. anybody says because it includes... Everybody's laughing at him. Yeah, because it includes Kyrie Irving as well.
Both the Warriors and Nets are hoping for health in 2020. They'll watch the playoffs and await the return of their franchise cornerstones. Durant rehabbing an Achilles injury, Clay a torn ACL, and Steph a broken hand. After a long history of postseason heartbreak, the Washington Nationals experienced pure, unadulterated joy, winning the franchise's first World Series title in seven games over the Houston Astros. Our friends from 106.7 The Fan in the nation's capital captured every thrilling moment. They played five elimination games. They trailed in all five, and they won in all five. Danny, I have been telling you all season long, and you have been echoing these sentiments. I love this group. This is one of the most unique collections of men in a locker room I've ever been around. I cannot believe how perfect the script was last night, buddy, for them to get carved up like a Halloween pumpkin for innings. No threat against Zach Krenke. And then the seventh inning comes. They move the line with Rendon and Soto in the middle of everything and Howie Kendrick pulling off the swing heard round DC again. The Washington Nationals are World Series champions. All right, so here we go. Make sure I need a helmet. Pointing straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Popping bottles, celebrating. Popping effing bottles. This is the best thing ever. I had seven whiskey diets last night, a <laughs> bottle of champagne, and a little star. And here I am going to work in a Chewbacca outfit with the Ryan Zimmerman jersey over it. Ryan Zimmerman. Yep. Congratulations, buddy. How's that sound? How's that sound? Oh, man, what a ride. Unbelievable. Um, we'll, we'll always be remembered, you know, 10, 20 years from now. We'll always have this. So it was uh, what a magical run, man. Just so much fun and, and just a great group of guys. Oh, man, you guys, I don't know. When Howie hit the home run, yeah. I don't I only have a voice left. I was, I was screaming in the family section through the whole thing. Just to, I wish you guys could experience it, like even the hotel after and the fans, the team coming in, on the field with surreal, hugging people, hugging Max, uh, hugging Bob Henley, who uh, I broke in as a rookie, who's been in the organization for 28 years, it's my 19th year, like for, for all the old expos. And I mean, this is bigger than just the 25 guys that, that did this. This is for... This is for everybody that ever wore the Nats uniform, man. This is for everybody that ever worked in the organization to get us to this point. I saw Jason Worth. I saw Tim. I said, this is for you. I saw Johnny Gomes, who was here for a second. I said, this is for you. So, you know, from Denard Spann and, and Tyler Clifford and Drew Storm and all the guys that didn't get it done that got us to this point, this is for all those guys, man. I'm just happy for the city. I mean, as you guys said, the Redskins, they're awful. I mean, I have no faith in them, so... It's just great. It's like, I don't even think about football right now, so I'm still going off the high, guys. Unbleeping believable. The Washington Nationals have won the World Series. Nothing that ever happens from here till the end of time will change that fact. World Series MVP Steven Strasburg is sticking around, signing a seven-year, $175 million deal with the Nats. However... Their heavy hitter, Anthony Rendon, is L.A. bound after getting $245 bucks from the Angels and the originator of the club's baby shark chant, 
Gerardo Parra will bring his theatrics to Japan. And that does it for 2019 and our countdown on the top sports stories of the year. Happy New Year. I'm Dave Briggs. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.